How is everyone? Good. Hi, Amy. I didn't even see you walk in. I'm really glad you're here. You snuck. <laughs> um, just got back from the surf retreat, which was amazing. I was just telling Tiffany and um, some folks that people keep making fun of me because um, my kids keep making fun of me more specifically. <laughs> and my son's only been back in my life from camp for like... Um, 15 hours, but like everyone I run into is like, how's the surf retreat? And then I like become like a super bro where I'm like, man, the waves were the best of my life. They really were though. (laughs) Like it wasn't scary. It was so low stress. And like, it was just like, oh, I want to, I, now I know what surf report to look for. Um, not that I understand anything that it means, but I can just look and try and copy it so that I like have my day that I like to surf, not like the other people. Veda and I joke, we went surfing my daughter um, in Tofino a couple years ago, and um, we would be in town, and people would be like, there's no waves today, and we'd be like, yes. Because <laughs> we like them small, because we have longer boards. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, hi. Back to Dharma, back to yoga, but I'm still going to talk about my kids a little bit. Uh, At the retreat, we talked a lot about mindfully disrupting our lives, right? Um, And one of the examples that I was thinking of, do you know your house plants? How you have to go around and like um, kind of you put your hand in the soil when it gets all packed down and you kind of just scrunch it up so that oxygen and water and the plant food and everything can get in there. You know what I mean? And some people were like, no, I didn't know I had to do that. You should do that (laughs) to your plants. (laughs) I didn't know until like a couple years ago, and now I'm like, oh, you have to like oxygenate the soil. And essentially, when we mindfully disrupt our lives, right, and summer's a wonderful time to do this by going on retreat, by going camping, by doing something we've never done before, by coming to a yoga class, but creating a space in which we're um, sort of shaking things up, right? We have the opportunity to bring more presence to our lives. Disruption lends itself to presence. Because for most of us, when we're in the um, habits of our lives, we begin to belong more to our routines than we do to ourselves. And that feeling, do you know that feeling? Where you're like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm belonging to my routine and not to me. And so as yogis, part of our work is to see that, to pause, to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so grateful I'm witnessing and understanding that that's happening, and then to in some way mindfully disrupt. And then there's more. My son um, went to sleepaway camp this week, which was a little unfortunate with the weather. Um, (laughs) He was up in the Bull Run watershed, and it was very, very wet, and um, he had kind of a hard time. Although on the bus, when I saw him on the bus, I was like, he looks like he's having the time of his life. It went well. And then he gets off and he was like, he literally goes, mama will never take you for granted again. That's what I said. (laughs) And I was like, like what? And he goes, real hugs. That was the first thing. I know, isn't that so sweet? And he goes, and your food. (laughs) It was really, really sweet. And then we stopped. He had to eat a lot yesterday. He ate more food than I've ever witnessed a human being (laughs) eat (laughs) in one day. (laughs) And so on the way back from where the bus dropped them off, we stopped at the Jamaican food cart on Stark. Do you guys know that one? Oh, my gosh. It's real good. 
Um, and he ordered his, we ordered the jerk chicken and the guy, um, looks at me and he goes, this is for you, right? And I was like, oh no, this is for him. And I was like, oh, he doesn't mind the spice. And the dude just sticks his fist down, (laughs) you know? And Ursa fist bumps him and they're like, spicy, you know? (laughs) And then we sit down and he's continuing to tell me the things that he missed and sort of integrating and he says, oh, he just kills me with his wisdom sometimes. Um, He says, you know what I really missed, mom, was that And he couldn't find the word at that moment. He actually got the word right before he went to bed. He's like, it's like respect and kindness where you don't know someone, but you treat them kindly just because, just because that's what you do. And he goes, I feel like that that was missing at camp. And then he he said, I know. (laughs) Well, a bunch of kids, that's like Lord of the Rings or Lord of the Flies, not Lord of the Rings. (laughs) It was basically like Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Lord of the Flies. (laughs) Um, You know, there's probably some rules and culture that is a little bit different than what we live in our lives and in our household. Um, And he felt like when that man fist bumped him, that that was entering back into the world of mutual respect and kindness, even if I don't know you. And how this comes back into yoga and disruption is that when we create disruption, we create presence, which creates space, right? And then what we've put in that space is up to us, right? So there's the things that happen to us, like in our lives, the occurrences, the things that happen, and then there's how we respond. And the space in between is where we get to insert our soul and our integrity and our values. And so then the inquiry becomes, how can we use the revelations of yoga, of meditation practice, of walking in nature and being, oh, of someone fist bumping us at the Jamaican food cart, right? To then in to then ask, like, what do those revelations value? What does revelation value? Do they value greed and our habits and like belonging to our routine rather to ourselves? Or do we value love and compassion and self-acceptance and mutual respect and kindness? Does that make sense? Because this practice, to me, it doesn't matter unless we're making about our daily lives. And that's what I, when you guys are in Shavasana, I'm like praying for you. I'm like, let them have had an experience that they can take out into their lives so that it is better, right? So that that space in between can be filled with something that is meaningful, that is of meaning to you. Does that make sense? It sounds like a lot of pressure, but it's not. (laughs) It's not. It's like the tiny little choices, the tiny little moments. Like, I think sometimes we think that revelation is going to be like, you know, (laughs) but it's that pausing and choosing love, choosing compassion, choosing kindness, choosing mutual respect. That's all that it is. And it might just be like a fist bump. Make sense? Um, I'm really glad you're here. We're going to have fun today. Class might be a little bit hard, um, but you just rest when you need to. <laughs> Somehow yoga has had the, I don't know, something has happened where you can go to like the booty classes and like the jumping class that I really can, it will be so, so hard, you know, when everyone's like, oh, <laughs> and then we get emails that are like, that class was too hard. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Have you been to a booty class? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, yoga is hard and it's a radical practice and it's meant to be hard. It's meant to make us uncomfortable. It's meant to be a disruption.
right? So that we can have those revelations. Okay, 